What's up? Are you seriously watching porn by yourself? Nah, I'm with my Rosario? No, no. Everybody always thinks that, but it's Del Rosario. Okay. Hmm. Like, what kind of asshole goes by his first, middle, and last name? Like, that's what the implication is there, is if you think my last name's Rosario, I'm some fucking asshole that uses his middle name, and my middle name's just Del, like a computer. No. Yeah. When I was uh, in art school, I used to use my full name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My my first and my last name, and my first, more, my first and my middle name are, like vastly longer than my last name yeah you told me what it was once yeah do you want to tell everybody on the show what your government name is no absolutely not all right you don't want to wait digging up too many too many fucking haters you don't want to wait digging up that old art yeah dude too many i don't like it yeah it's pretty suspect too many chinese people popping off in here All right. Welcome back to Gutter Boys. It's been a while since we've uh, been together. I feel like uh, you did the last episode by yourself. It was the best episode because of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, it was a good uh, Did you get to hear it? Did yeah, you? I listened to it. And you guys are dumb as fuck. You all said like no DC characters. You couldn't drink with any of them. You could definitely drink with more DC characters than Marvel characters. Who? Besides like maybe like, I don't know, Lobo. Fucking Constantine would be a blast to drink with. You would get real oh, fucked true. up with him. Constantine, yeah, because he is an alcoholic. Yeah, you could totally uh, get drunk with like some of those Sandman characters. I guess that's Vertigo. Vertigo. Uh, speaking of news, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. rest mm. in peace, Vertigo, man. Uh, apparently, there's been no official announcement there, but they're gonna pull the plug. Uh, yeah, you hate to see it. Yeah, but they've kind of sucked recently. I mean, I hate to say that because you know they have such like an impressive lineage, but. They've really kind of sucked lately. They just kind of felt like a real poor man's image. Yeah. I Not, mean, that's been a lot of what Vertigo's been doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I feel like that whole imprint that Gerard Way started up, that young animal thing, kind of took whatever flame Vertigo had and extinguished it. Because like, it was like, oh, well, here's a whole other sub-imprint where we're going to take the Doom Patrol and like Cave Carson and all this crazy shit over here. So it kind of... And Shade the Changing Man was Shade the Changing Girl, so... Yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah SJWs, man. They're ruining comics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, what happened to um, <clears throat> the My Chemical Romance guys comic? Uh, he was doing Doom Patrol, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Doom Patrol just comes out super irregularly. It's actually a really good book. Um, but is that on Vertigo or is that on So DC? that's that young animal thing that I was just talking about. Like, so Gerard M- Gerard Way got his own oh, imprint okay. Okay. called okay. Young Animal, which was pretty much like Vertigo. Um, <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah, Young Animal. <laughs> so wait, so Vertigo's gone, but Young Animal's still around. So I don't know. Um, because oh, you, well, oh, cause like okay. Young Animal did like seasons. Like they would mm-hmm. do like. That's so cool. Yeah. Like each book would have like six <laughs> issues and then it would like, go away for a few months. And Man, then <laughs> imagine meeting the cool guy that came up with that idea. <laughs> but <laughs> <Instead of> volume, <laughs> we're going to do seasons. 
Friends. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, like, a, like a TV show. Hey, in their defense, those some of those books were cool, though. Um, I'm sure they were good. Yeah. yeah, they had some good teams on those books. Yeah, um, no doubt. But no Doom Patrol is supposed to continue here shortly, so I don't know if they're just going to fly the DC flag or if that's yeah. season three of Young Animal. I don't know. I'm just going to have to wait until the 48 page uh, s- series finale comes <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> your your comic store opens up at eight o'clock on a monday night yeah <laughs> just for you to get the new issue it's all you can buy though yeah and then it's after either that that or just like you know two hours of jeopardy <laughs> and wheel of fortune oh man wheel of fortune the comic hey uh yeah that uh should have been what dashall drew over at idw instead of clue Wheel of Fortune, the comic. Ooh, yeah. That's everybody just... That was a segment that we uh, we were going to do, too, right? The, yeah, we lost it. What game would you... We, I mean, we could still do it. Yeah, well, us. you know, it was a dumb segment. I think we both no, were it wasn't. Like, I thought it was funny as hell. Well, it was funny, but I feel like we were both just like, oh, man, we could have hit so much harder on that. But oh, no. Man, we can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just got a message from... Rockna, who will be on the show here shortly. Uh, it looks like they got their setup. Uh, okay, other news: uh, Swamp Thing, which is uh, a comic that uh, <laughs> DC releases, <laughs> and Vertigo. Vertigo released it back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Alan Moore run. No, that was DC, but he did have that a run. DC. The but Brian K. Vaughn run was on Vertigo. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, I like that new Fifty Two run they did a Swamp Thing. I thought that dude, was actually pretty decent because they had uh, that dude on it. Um, that well, they also Animal yeah, Man also, and that were crossing exactly. over, and they were bad. Yeah, the Animal like, the Animal Man crossover was pretty. Oh, uh, who was doing? I know it was Travel Foreman that was doing Animal Man, and that shit was gnarly. Um, like the, oh, he was the artist, and then yeah. who was the artist on Swamp Thing? They did those crazy like page layouts. Um, Chris Ware. Oh no. <laughs> Chris Ware's Swamp Thing. Oh, that's going to really bother me because I I follow the guy on social media. Uh, Yannick Paquette or Yannick Uh, uh, Paquette. Yannick Yannick Paquette. That sounds like a made up name, but it's it's legit. Okay. (laughs) Sounds legit to me. Sounds legit. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, so they adapted it into a TV show because WBD slash DC is trying to start up their own streaming platform because that's like all the rage right now. And then, uh, what, it got canceled a week after its debut episode? It was so bad. I mean, from what I've seen, it it looked like a pretty promising show. Yeah, the the, design of Swamp Thing looked gnarly. It looked cool. Yeah, yeah, production-wise, it looked interesting. Like, it looked like it had some legs, and it looked like it was going to lean more into the Alan Moore run, which Mm -hmm. I'm all for. But uh, <laughs> I didn't see this in any of the uh, website articles posting about it. I just saw it on like a Twitter, like a pretty in-depth uh, Twitter uh, thread about it. And they basically point out how um, it got canceled because of, a, I guess, a clerical error. Uh, DC didn't realize that uh, their tax break, which they initially thought was going to be $40 million, so they budgeted accordingly to that, they ended up only getting fourteen million, and uh, that's a pretty, 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 pretty big difference between forty and fourteen. So they were basically out of pocket immediately, and uh, will not be able to afford season two. Uh, and so they just, just basically canceled it before 
um, before even thinking about it, I guess, in terms of moving it over to a different platform or I honestly, I don't, I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do with their streaming platform. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. They have like what, three shows at the most and they're, they all look pretty bad except for the doom patrol one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the Titans. I've seen the first okay. episode and a half of doom patrol. It was fun. And that clip of, yeah. uh, you know, Flex Metallo just making everybody jizz in their pants on Doom Patrol. I can't wait to get to that episode. I'm definitely going to keep watching it. Um, but yeah, I think that eventually what's going to happen is, is I'm sure there will be some kind of WB or CW because CW is owned by Warner Brothers, right? Um, yeah, I think. I, think um, so. I, I have no idea, actually. I just feel like that's going to become its own like streaming platform like Warner Brothers with like all their shows and it'll eventually just go there because I don't think that whole like who's going to buy a network that has three original shows that have like 10 episodes each. You watch them all like where's the point of resubscribing the next month? Well, what's hilarious is like all these fucking idiot companies are just making the same mistakes yeah, that the companies made 30, 40 years ago before the streaming thing took off. And I, I don't think these people realize that no rational human being after cable being dead in the water, no person is willing to throw down 70, 80, 100 dollars per month to pay for 50 different fucking streaming platforms. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. You know, it's really funny is when you said with cable being down in the water, I was like thinking I was like, did they make a cable TV show like cable the character? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, hopefully. No, it's just, you know, I, I think what we're seeing here is just the, they're not able to adapt. So they're trying to copy Netflix and they're trying to I don't know. There's just a lot of stupid shit. I don't it's same thing with wrestling, right? Like all these fucking streaming programs are trying to fucking nickel and dime you. And it's like. This is why nobody fucking has cable anymore because right, they don't right. want to deal with this anymore. So why do you think they're going to be fine getting nickel and dimed on their computer? Yeah, it's stupid. It's yeah, it's just it's just money hoarding. That's yeah, all it it's, is. it's it's a just broken like, system that you kind of just have to pick and choose. It's just out of touch, ghoulish reptile people suits <laughs> trying to fucking keep their piles of gold and real not you know not even realizing that like. Uh, times have changed and people don't want to continue fucking just giving them their hard-earned money for no reason right uh so anyway just pirate as much as you can honestly at this point i mean i know uh, especially if you watch wrestling holy shit don't pay a fucking single penny for wwe <laughs> uh, i pay for the network that. uh, oh I, that's you're you're a fool don't dude even... it's only 10 bucks you know so that's it's 10, like that's no 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 that's 120 dollars a year do you know how much weed you could buy for $120? <laughs> I don't smoke weed, so I don't know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I don't, uh, out of all the things that I'm already <laughs> You couldn't buy much weed with $120 anyway. That's like... a good amount of weed, dude. How would you know? <laughs> Mr. I don't smoke weed because that's bad for you. I didn't say I didn't vape it. 420 vape it brother no i don't vape it either um no but man, uh you are blowing up your spot man <laughs> Jesus. Um, i was trying to protect the business and you just I, you don't think it. the wwe network's a, a good value i mean fuck I, what they do but even a, for the library alone that's a no, good no, no, value it's a good value i just don't want to pay them my money well you can <laughs> have my login the, no 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 the value is not the issue here yeah it's, i don't want them to have any of my money yeah okay um, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things that I just, you know, I just kind of try to forget, you know, exactly where it's going. But, you know, I'm a day one subscriber, man. I got a free t-shirt for it once, being a day one subscriber. 
Oh, shit. They were like, here's a coupon for the shop zone. Thanks for being a day one member. It was like three years into it. Dang. Does yeah. that mean you get like your own uh, child wife from Saudi Arabia? <laughs> God damn it. Isn't that part of the contract? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All year one subscribers now get a child bride. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Vince. Yeah, that's so sick. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Any other news or are we going straight to questions? Uh, so one more bit of news here. Yeah. And again, this is not, I mean, it's comics tangentially related. Again, it's more TV. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that that TV show, that really cool TV show that fucking Rick Remender wouldn't shut the fuck up about uh, based on his comic that I'd never heard of before, uh, is canceled after one season. And uh, man, I guess I guess not shutting up and just taking your money is just not an option for Rick. He just has to go on Twitter and just let it fly. Oh my god, that shit is really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I actually just pulled up his Twitter as soon as you said it. I was like, I'm wondering if he had a meltdown. And uh, he quote tweeted a Bleeding Cool article saying, It is true, but we're not done yet. If you love the show, make some noise this week as we work on a new network. So he's trying to get it picked up somewhere else, it looks like. Um, but that tweet only has 2,400 likes, and that's not a good TV rating. So That's it's, not a lot. But yeah, it's probably dead in the water. Um yeah. 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 Oh well, I'm sure he's oh, well. uh, he's got 19,000 books and image that he's going to try to option into season 1 of a show, so. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's already working on a couple of um preliminary fucking uh, scripts. Yeah, if that show did not do well at Sci-Fi, what network could you possibly take it to where it is going to do well? I mean, I guess like uh, streaming maybe, but I mean like Sci-Fi seems like the place for that to be. Like It would probably do fine at Netflix. Yeah, yeah, or but even uh even the Amazon streaming, but then like uh, like what? They already have Umbrella Academy on Netflix, right? Right. Well, I feel like and Netflix I is wasn't... I, I, Netflix is like throwing money at anything, I feel like right now. Yeah, I mean, they're billions of dollars in debt. They don't give a shit at this point. <laughs> 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 they're like it's like um it's like a middle-aged man who just found out he has cancer. So he's just <laughs> like fucking letting it fly. He does not care. Yeah, uh, he's just doing pounds of yayo in the living room, <laughs> just absolutely naked with a fucking gun in his hand, Hell just like yeah. shooting holes through the roof. <laughs> fucking rules. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I didn't even watch the first episode of it. I actually did read a few of the issues of Deadly Class. Like I read the first arc and a couple issues mm -hmm. after that. Uh, mm -hmm. It was actually pretty cool. Like I like the coloring in the book. I thought the coloring was like the best part of it, which... I the mean, colors were the best part of the book. Dude, it was colored really well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that rule. <laughs> but I mean, for real, like the biggest takeaway that I remember is like, oh, this was colored really nicely. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I watched this uh, four hour movie and it fucking sucked ass. But man, that lighting. Just, <laughs> mwah, something to behold. <laughs> Oh. Hey, well, you know, maybe maybe they'll uh, spot quote you for their next <laughs> their next uh, hardcover trade release. Yeah, hey, Rick Remender, hey, the or really good. how are the fuck Cam you say Del that? Rosario. <laughs> Put me on your book. This oh, coloring man. is nice. Damn. Not nice enough for a second season, but pretty oh, good. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. I've never read the comic. Uh, Rick Remender's pretty much whatever. I think the only thing he's ever done that I actively really liked was uh frankencastle 
And even oh, yeah. then, I'm pretty sure that was mostly because of Tony. <laughs> if I wouldn't be <laughs> so, uh, hey, you know, good on you, uh, Rick. Get, get that bag. I'm sure there's another bag waiting for you. So, what are you worried about? Yeah, um, man, you're gonna option something else. Just yeah, like fucking move on. Get to the next thing, and don't do this whole weird, sad man speech. Let's rally about, and get about my show how continued. Great this is for comics, like like anyone fucking believes that horse shit. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. Just take your money and go, dude. What are you doing? Absolutely. What are you doing? Nobody wants to hear that shit. Oh, it's so stupid. We had this conversation before, right? Yeah, oh, we like a few episodes ago. We were talking shit about this show being made and how he was yeah. so oh, stoked ooh, about we it. We sold and... five more copies <laughs> in a month. That's man. I mean that didn't, that wasn't that wasn't sustained. I mean, granted, that pretty much teetered off within the first two months. But hey, that's <laughs> that's real growth, <laughs> man! Wow, what a crossover, huh? Uh, so yeah, I think that about does it for comics news. Uh, was, um, uh, what what do you what do you got here in the questions and inquiries? Alrighty, I'm gonna start. Uh, I got one here from Instagram, uh, Maddie Miller. Uh, Morgan Freeman's earring on Instagram asked us, "What, <laughs> what is your favorite Akira Yoshida comic?" <laughs> oh damn. Hmm. Well, let me think about it. What What about you, Cam? Dude, I don't even fucking know. The one where Wolverine wore a kimono. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that one where Gambit got drunk on sake. That shit was tight. <laughs> When Professor X <laughs> chilled under the lotus tree, <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh yeah, with uh, with an anime uh, body pillow. <laughs> I fucking yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I've actually ever read an Akira Yoshida comic. Have you? Um, I've read bits and pieces of it because he did that Kitty Pride run. Did you? Did you I think he was remember. actually an Asian man? At the time? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> you never bought it. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> That's clearly a work. From day one, if you didn't fucking realize that, you are, you are you're the dumb one. Oh. All right. So I don't have a favorite Akira oh, Yoshida okay. comic. Is yours Kitty Pride? I guess? Uh, Kill Bill, volume two. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also commented with uh, about last week's episode, your interview. I really enjoyed the part that was like, JB... Why do you even have a comics podcast? Cam loves comics and goes to the shop every week and you hate everything. Why does JB hate comics? Mm. Well, to be fair, that's Aaron. And Aaron has the memory of uh, a fucking broccoli. So I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't really say that he's the most dependable person to go to with, with this type of stuff. <laughs> um, he's just mad that I don't, you know fucking wait in line every wednesday to buy i don't know whatever just came out and just sh got shot out by dc or marvel for he that seems week. like he was like really into comics actually so uh on the interview i listened to it he seemed very into comics which is cool yeah i mean aaron is uh pretty knowledgeable in terms of like other artists because you know he's always like digging in the crate so to speak mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm not I, I don't hate comics i just don't like certain facets of it i don't know like, gutter boys we hate we'll, comics we'll get into it when we do the show reviews here in the second half but like you know cake was a great time yeah it was a great time 
those types of events and those gatherings and being around those people and talking about comics and looking at what everyone's working on, like, that's what makes comics great. It's not these fucking shit heel publishers and editors. It's not these uh, terrible decisions being made by giant faceless corporations. Mm -hmm. It's, it you know, people on the ground floor are actually doing it and not waiting around asking for other people's permission to do it. Right. No, I agree. Definitely. All righty. Second question from friend of the show and uh, the guy who does all the music, Buster Moody. A couple questions here. All right. The first Ooh. one. In your humble opinions, what is the best iteration of the Ninja Turtles? I know you're a huge Ninja Turtles fan, so I'll just keep mine short because, to be honest with you, I really mm. was only exposed to the cartoon growing up and the arcade yeah. games. So if I had to say, like, my favorite iteration of the Ninja, Ninja Turtles, it's that original cartoon series. And then I remember being at Chuck E. Cheese playing that side-scrolling arcade game a lot. Yeah. Um, And I know Aaron would probably agree with me on this and probably Buster, too. I would say the 1990 movie, probably my favorite version of the Turtles. Is that the first movie? The first movie, yeah, from okay, 1990. Cool. Yeah. Um, because it did such a good job uh, kind of encapsulating a lot of the stuff from the comics, but also still making it uh, fairly kid-friendly mm -hmm. the way the cartoon was. Uh, so, you know, it, it had a lot more crossover appeal than the comic because the comic is pretty, pretty violent. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably the 1990 movie. And then after that would be the, the Image Comics with the Archie run. The Archie run, especially when, when the Archie run kind of gets past just repeating the episodes from the cartoon and just, they just start doing their own thing. And you have all these like wacky stories with like characters that were never in the show. Uh, that's when it gets really good. I see those uh, Archie back issues and I think it's crazy that it's got like the Archie uh, box logo. Um, so yeah, yeah, they had yeah. a run over there. I see those all the time in the back issue yeah. bins. They were really fun and they had some really great artists on, on board for those um, kind of the same way they had um, their kind of ongoing anthology thing. Uh, turtle soup oh, okay. it was called. yeah yeah um which i believe was on image or not image sorry uh mirage but oh okay i would say that's probably i i did like the 2012 version too of the that cartoon and i think that there are things about the new show that are really good that uh, uh quasi friend of the show andy uh is doing yeah uh, you know i know there were a lot of and me and aaron kind of talked about this a, a little bit in the in the interview but uh, there was some like that show got some heat from people because it does try to do a lot of different things with the formula, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know, like making April black or making Raph the leader instead of Leonardo, giving them magical powers, you know, stuff like this. Uh, I can understand why people were, you know, uh, put off by it, but also to just be like, uh, you know, completely dismissive and not even give it a chance. I thought was kind of stupid, but pretty typical of any fandom. I mean, you know, it, whatever it is that you're into, there's always going to be that cross section of people that are just like fucking giant babies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, that's yeah. anywhere. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we see that yeah. in wrestling all the fucking yeah. time. Like, holy shit. Star Wars. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Uh, second part of Buster's question. Why did JB lose the last episode? Uh, he didn't hit record or something. Right. No, I did hit record. It just wasn't recording in the right mic. It was it was recording from the left. Um, this is a dumb question. Next question. <laughs> is that an official L? You uh, losing the last episode it was a two parter. Um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Uh, next question and final question from Buster, which he ends with: "The people want to know 
when is Rob Liefeld gonna be a featured gonna be featured as a guest? Man, in my fucking dreams, man. I would love to have Rob on the show. I asked him um, on Twitter. He was like going off on Marvel, and he was like, "I've got some dirt when my contract goes up. Who wants the interview?" And I like tweeted at him three times. I was like, "How much money do you need to be on my podcast?" And he just never responded or liked anything. So I'm trying. Damn, that see you didn't open it with hell yeah, Rob. Dude, he stopped. How liking is he those supposed recently. to know? Oh, he did. Yeah, he was liking them for a while, but he he, he hasn't hit me with the heart. In about a few oh, days, so he was, God. you know, he might be busy. I, he might be getting a little sus about it. He's yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like this person that's been uh, messaging and commenting, "Hell yeah, Rob!" on every post. Maybe they're not being sincere. But I kind of am being sincere too, though. You know. Uh, kind of. I mean, like, dude, Liefeld's like a fucking, like, Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Like, I can have that shit on in the background and, like, find something to appreciate about it, even if it's, like, dumb and, you know, not awesome. Like, you know, like, you can always look at a Liefeld book and have fun. You know, you might be laughing at it, or, you know, it might be, like, so over the top. Like, there's always something fun in a Liefeld book. So, yeah, he gets a a cosign from me, even Mm. though he's a fucking dork. Mm. Yeah, last question from other friend of the show, Mark. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Mark. Uh, but Mark, Beef, beef Jam's Mark. Beef Jam's yeah, Mark. Yeah, Um I still want to know what comic pros you guys would fist fight, why, and how you think you'd do. All right, so um, there was a his original question, because our last episode also had who we would not fight. So I remember, I can't remember who I said I would fight, but I remember saying I would not fight Jack Kirby or Ed Kinerva from Koyama Press because mm, yeah. yeah, Kirby Ed, uh, Ed's a Ed's a real shooter. Yeah, he's he trains in that MMA shit, so I wouldn't fuck with him, and um, I wouldn't fuck with Kirby because Kirby was a legit badass. That like I think you said Al- Alexis break. too. Oh yeah, I wouldn't fight Zerit, but you said that he was short in real life, so it was a bad choice. I mean, a short guy can fuck you up. Still, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he just like looks strong as fuck, and I feel like he could just fuck me all the way up. So yeah, he would just throw you into a building. Yeah, uh, you should edit that part out where I threw you. <laughs> where under you're the bus. like, I could beat his bitch ass up anytime <laughs> I please. You hear that, Zero? <laughs> but the first time I said him, you were like, "Dude, I'm taller than him," and you made it seem like it'd be an easy fight. So that's who you should yeah. want to fight on your uh, on who we would fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe you should fight Zerit. Yeah, I would, that would fight. be a challenge for sure. Yeah, um, he's wide. He's wide. He's got a strong base. He he does a lot of circuit training uh, and a lot of lifting. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to probably go after after his legs. <laughs> it would be it would be a game of positioning myself to get him get him down on the ground and 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 try and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be tough. Not gonna lie, it wouldn't. It would not be easy. And I know I'm trying to think. A, who I would fight. Yeah, so who were your picks for people that you would want to fight? You know, like, I'm trying that to remember. alien guy, right? The pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely Nathan Pyle. I would whoop bitch. his fucking ass. I would fucking yeah, just dude. demolish him. Like, how do I Hell think that yeah. I would do in that fight? I would fuck God him damn. up. I would I would fucking... give him, like, bro, I'd make Oof. a show out of it. I'd give him tilt yeah. world backbreakers. Like, oh, yeah. put him in the figure four and, oh, like, yeah. you know, grab on a curtain by a window oh, for yeah. leverage and shit. I would fuck him up. So you got to do it like a uh, new Jack style and just have music playing in the background. Oh yeah. His ass. Hell yeah. Point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would fuck him up twice. So that's two like of my three, picks. Six blaring in the background. When yeah. You his ass. <laughs> the Mark Henry theme song. 
<laughs> oh my god, I forget 3-6 did that song for Mark Henry. Dude, that song oh, makes you want to fucking shit. fight. Somebody yeah, gonna get their ass the whipped. Pain. Yeah, somebody god gonna get damn. the wig split. <laughs> yeah. They have man, 3-6 has so many songs about just fighting, and it's so yeah, sick. It's so like, fucking one tight. about being in the pit. Oh, one about being in the club fucking throwing bows at a guy yeah so i would fight nathan Pyle. all right so who are you you fighting zero who are you fighting uh zero would be i would fight him not because i don't like him because i clearly do like zero it's like some code of honor ring of honor yeah i would want to fight him just uh just to to challenge myself (laughs) yeah all right okay so you're just like trying to challenge yourself you're not you don't have any legit heat with anybody you listen to me while I will admit to a certain cynicism, the fact is that I'm a naysayer and hatchet man in the fight against violence. I pride myself in taking a punch and I'll gladly take another because I choose to live my life in the company of Gandhi and King. My concerns are global. I reject absolutely revenge, aggression, and retaliation. The foundation of such a method is love. I love you, Sheriff Truman. Albert's path is a strange and difficult one. Alrighty, and I think that's a good place for us to end it, you think? Like, and then we'll go to the second segment. They're ready, they just messaged me. So, uh, should we stop this here? Or we need to do, like, a little bumper, right? Like, a and... We'll be right back. Locating coordinates, Springfield Mall, another universe. Beaming down Earth creatures now. You made it. Transported into the most exciting store ever created, another universe. A state-of-the-art concept in the sale of animation, cards, comic books, games, science fiction, toys, and much more. Transport yourself into the coolest store in the galaxy, another universe. Join us at our new location in Georgetown, now open. Now, back to our program. Carolina of Late Comeback Press, um, based out of near DC. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, did a couple shows together. They were at Chicago Zine Fest with us, and uh, I did Los Angeles Zine Fest with them. Uh, they weren't with us at Cake, but you know, two out of the three shows over the past couple weeks they were there. So on this segment, we're going to just kind of give a recap of those shows and uh, our experiences, funny things we saw there, and whatever else comes up. Uh, JB, CZF, how was that for you? Chicago Zine Fest. Mm, that's what CZF stands for. <laughs> for all you, uh, thank you. For all you listeners out there, this was uh, your all's first show, right, Caroline Rockno? This is like your first show outside of DC, anyways, like outside of like a local Zine Fest. It yes. was the first one outside of the state. I mean, we went to Richmond Zine Fest too, uh, which is a little ways away from us. I think it's an hour and a half but it's definitely our first show of 2019 and the first show outside of virginia slash the dmd right 
so were your expectations low were they met <laughs> uh they were pretty low when we saw that swastika um, oh shit yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have any expectations, you know, to curb the reality of it all. I think we were really just nervous to meet you guys in the Gutter Gang. Yeah, we're pretty intimidating. Why? <laughs> why was it? Yeah, I was gonna say it's why. It's like the first day of school, you know. You don't you don't know if you have any friends. Oh, yeah. You got each other and not no, much that's else. True. That's it's scary. True. Yeah, okay. and we're that's like, fair. I'm not like that cool, so. <laughs> The first, like, Chicago Zine Fest I did, that was the first show I ever did. And wow. I was super fucking nervous. I only knew one person, and that was the person I was there with. And then I met JB, but JB doesn't remember meeting me, even though I complimented <laughs> him. That's so sad. Put him over. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> he was sitting at his table drawing wrestlers and Venom, and I was like, man, that, that drawing of the Legion of Doom is pretty cool. And he was like, thanks, man. And I was like, I'm Cam. And he was like, I'm JB. <laughs> And then we didn't really like link up and actually start hanging out till the year after at LA Zine Fest. Actually, oh yeah, at LA Zine yeah. Fest that following so, year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's when that's when he decided I was cool enough. No, but um, no, it was uh, it was really hot. That's what Chicago Zine Fest was for me. The air conditioning was yeah. broken, yeah. so yeah, it was uh, yeah, that was yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Sales wise, it was like okay, I guess. Uh, it was. It was I was tabling with Dylan and Blake and Patrick Rooks and we were right next to Late Comeback and Yewan Good old and Ben. Good old Patrick. Yeah, good boy Patrick, squeaky clean, good old Christian kid. <laughs> um, good fucking wholesome family fun right there. <laughs> uh we were right across from JB. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so you know we just stared at each other all day <laughs> I, I just stared at Dylan drawing on his fucking iPad all day. Yeah. Sitting ain't selling. No, so I mean, like, uh, there was that weird guy who came up in the blunt hat. <laughs> yeah, the guy who stole the art supplies. Yeah, who stole the art supplies upstairs. That was cool. <laughs> um, oh yeah, he was a cake too. Was he really? Yeah, he did show up at cake. Was he wearing yeah, that he had same a different hat? hat. Um, oh no, it was a different hat, but it was like equally weird. Well, it wasn't like weird, <laughs> like you know, saying like blunt. But it was definitely like, yeah. It just said like it said suck me fuck me. And I didn't really understand what that meant. <laughs> I feel like that's worse. And then his shirt said dongs out, and I didn't know what that meant. Are, either, are you but, serious? Mm. <laughs> I thought it was really strange. And then and then when we tried to ask him what is he you know like if we could help him or if he needed to buy anything you know and he just kind of like locked eyes with us and was Did he just give like you the eyes? dongs out, bro. He gave you, know, you the eyes. Yeah. He really did yeah. read my book again because he was one of those like people that come to the table and read your entire book. And he definitely read my entire book at Chicago Zine Fest. And he read it again two weeks later at Cake. He still didn't buy anything, but uh, yeah, he read my book twice for some reason between that, the two that shows. Ex- that explains the blood hat. You, I mean, do you think he remembers yeah. it though? Like, I don't know. Nah, dude, he's probably blazed out of his mind. <laughs> it's like reading it for the first time. That's right. That short-term memory did, loss. Did you all have any, like, either really pleasant interactions at the table or really horrible interactions at the table? <laughs> we had the girl who thought we were uh, sisters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, Rock, Rockna and I, uh, our families do not, are, you know, Asian, but hers are from Southeast Asia and mine are from East Asia. Definitely two different countries. Uh, definitely not cultures. a thing. Uh, so that was really, imbi- and she was black too. So that, uh, that really put the icing on the cake there. You know, what was really crazy is that, uh, cake, this, uh, 
girl was walking around and uh, she asked to take my photo and Yewan's photo. And she was like, I want to post this on my Instagram story, but I only want brown artists on there. And I was like, what? 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 (laughs) (laughs) What? Super weird. Yeah, I didn't even share it in my Instagram story, even though that's like the thing (laughs) you're supposed to do. Because I was just like so taken aback by that interaction. That what? (laughs) Yeah, super weird. That is weird. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> JB, uh, you know, you took a nap at Chicago Zine Fest. How was that? Oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> you all I tried to take a nap at cake too, but y'all were just so fucking enamored and I couldn't I couldn't fall asleep. <laughs> it was thirty minutes into the show. I'm trying to I'm trying to relax when I have fun, okay? But how can oh, you man. have fun when you're not conscious for it? I love being unconscious. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. That's when I'm having the most fun is when I am uh, not oh, cool. awake. Oh, I, I can feel that. Yeah, I can yeah. relate. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just knock me out, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, Z, uh, Chicago Zine Fest was fun and uh, it was probably for the better that I wasn't tabling with you guys because it was, I think you guys had a pretty large group of people huddled around there. I mean, it uh, to be fair, though, I guess we had the same problem at Cake even more so because <laughs> we were all crammed in that corner. <laughs> yeah, so it was even. Uh, luckily, we know everyone in that corner, so it was fine. Because I know if that if if those were people that we didn't know, that would have been an <laughs> issue oh, for sure, for sure. Well, like at Cake, so like we there was like four tables in a row where we all knew each other, but JB, Dylan, and I shared a half table, and we set it up really mm-hmm. nicely. Like the setup couldn't have been better. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, JB set it up really nicely. Um, <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, there we go. Yeah. Um, and it was it was efficient. And um, luckily, though, we were next to people we knew. Because if we weren't, yeah, it, it would have been a problem. Because it was pretty cramped at Cake. And luckily, we were just with a bunch of really cool people. We were next to, like, EA Wan and Ben. And, again, and MS Harkness and uh, Carly. Uh, what's Carly's last name? Does she, you know, just so people can find her? Carly, do you, do you know her last name? Hack? Is it Carly Hack? I don't want anyone to find Carly. <laughs> um. And uh, Pete. Pete was there. Um, and I don't even know Pete's last name, yeah, but he signs all his uh, comics as Pete. So, yeah. Pete Wentz. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. Yeah, no, so they were just, uh, we were just all real close to each other, like literally laying on top of each other. Um, you know, just bundled up. So that was really cool though, because at least everybody there was super cool. Like that was a really, it's, that's one thing that I enjoy the most about doing these shows is like seeing you all, seeing JB, seeing, you know, everybody else that you only get to see a few times a year. I feel like I say that on every episode, but it really does make it like worth it all to me. Cause like, it's one thing to just put a book out and have strangers buy it. That's fine and all, but like to make friendships and see these people multiple times a year, that's what it's all about to me. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I think that's like what I've taken from all of this. It's just cool meeting like-minded people and meeting you guys. Yeah. Oh my God. When, when it was like, what was it? It was 1030 when we were at that that bar and then cam you just said i i'm tired i'm white let's just go home and i thought oh my god i found my people (laughs) (laughs) well i mean yeah i don't i don't i don't stay up late anymore jb does uh jb probably is more of a night owl than i am but yeah i don't i don't really do the whole drinking and staying out anymore 
I will at like you know if if the vibe is there, but I was pretty tired. Doing shows is like so fucking tiring. It's so exhausting, especially I don't know. I'm an introvert, so when I see that many people, it just makes me so tired. Yeah, it's same here. Did you all see that tweet uh, where? I, it might have been Ben Sears that tweeted it out saying that he would pay a higher table fee if they had those like utility rubber mats behind each table, like that cushion you for standing all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely thinking about like buying one of those because that's that super like smart. Good that idea. sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds like an essential like table hack. Also, sounds like a great place to lay lay down, right, JB? Yeah, I'm into it actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh oh um yeah yeah so i mean after after czf you all had uh la zine fest yeah yeah um which cam obviously you've done that before have you two done that show before was this the first time first time yeah 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 and what were your thoughts on it how did you like uh, how it was run was it busy did you meet any cool people (laughs) (laughs) i'll let them talk about that then i'll chime in because it was their first show Um... okay Okay. I thought it was great. The first time, not first show. I think we've, we, in some weird way, it feels like we found our crowd, our, our market there. Yeah, I think so far that was like our most successful zine fest. And we haven't been doing this for very long, but this one has been the most successful. Mm. And everyone was really cool. There was, it wasn't like hot and I wasn't dying inside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was in a cool venue. It was like a, a parking yeah. garage, yeah, it, it almost was... looked like. Like, it had parking spots in it. So. Yeah, yeah. We were in the, uh, we were against a wall on the way back. Yeah, and we were next to this guy. Like, this this girl we tabled next to was not at her table for, like, half the day. Yeah, right. And yeah. she had these, like, really crude, like, penis and vagina drawings, like, that she was selling. Yeah. But, like, the funniest thing is, like, she was gone from her table, so she asked this dude who was at the next table down to watch her table. And this was, like, this, like, really kind of, like, introverted guy who was talking to us, but, like, you know, he wasn't there to sell comics. He was just there with somebody else, and he was just playing Switch the whole yeah. time. People would come up and ask him about about these drawings and he'd be like oh they're not mine they're not mine but then even before i think he learned his lesson because then every time someone approached he would just say oh this isn't mine i'm just i'm just sitting here for a friend yeah it's As just they, literally you a know, binder full through of dick drawings be, you know like a penis ejaculating and a woman's <laughs> lips uh yeah. <laughs> Adults only. <laughs> oh my god! Do you guys remember the guy from Chicago Zebust where he had that little uh, index card plaque that read "Adults Only"? Yeah, and he just had a random pile he had of zines such a and just smarmy look on his face. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, go to that table actually, but I know exactly who you were talking about. These got titties in them. <laughs> No, uh, LA Zine Fest, like, this year, they actually had, like, a hallway where they had, like, games, uh, video game, like, developers, like, indie developers, so you could, like, stop and play their game. And then there was one that was, like, um, design your own comic, and it was, like, this MS uh, Paint Studio, like, Microsoft Paint Studio, and, like, it had a pre-made zine template, and I was like, don't be teaching the kids that this is a viable option (laughs) for income. Um, But, yeah, that was there. We, uh, Matt Groening or Groening from The Simpsons, I don't know Damn, how to pronounce that. Damn, fake fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I've seen like the first three seasons all the way through, like on the DVDs with some roommates. But honestly, like I'm more of a, I'm going to catch some shit for this probably, but I'm more of a Futurama fan than Simpsons. Um, but, uh, God, shut up, man. <laughs> it's just what I saw more of, you know, it was shut, on Adult shut Swim. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God. 
um but yeah no he was walking around like there was like a lot of like la zine fest it was like you were either like young and you like didn't match your clothes on purpose like billy <laughs> eilish or like uh you were like an old dude with like you look like a silver fox with like glasses like there's a lot of old dudes <laughs> yeah. there <laughs> yeah and the you know matt is it graining or groaning 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 so matt groaning is walking around we don't even know it's him right. and he like stopped at our table and like looked through everything and the only reason why i even found out it was him was because like this guy i met there named matt was like freaking out about how he just met matt groaning so like i googled him and i was like oh that was that guy yeah another so old totally white guy by our table. that's exactly what i thought when he came to our table i just thought man he's just another old <laughs> white guy just one of them <laughs> only to find out it's matt groaning that's so awkward i'm sorry dude yeah has millions of dollars and couldn't even buy our zines no it's because they didn't have any barts in them <laughs> he legit will go to table to table and just buy bootleg bart bart merch like anything with simpsons in it he will buy it because he has a massive stash like a huge collection of bootleg simpsons stuff it's cool that he Is doesn't that get mad about it or uh, he uh, why would he why would he care he's already paid <laughs> i don't know man like metallica cares you know oh, yeah. yeah but that's metallica like Matt Matt Groening basically just signed away those characters. They barely belong to him anymore. Right, right. You don't think he's getting any residual back end still? He might be receiving residuals, but at that point, like, why would you give a shit if like right. uh, some some fucking um, poly guy with they them pronouns and a sh- shaved side head is making like bootleg Bart T shirts that say "Come in my mouth," you know, like. <laughs> What, what does he give a shit about? If anything, he probably loves it. It's still, like, a popular cultural thing. In a lot of ways, you know, like, he doesn't own The Simpsons anymore. It's, like, just part of Americana in general. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the zeitgeist um, of America. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like fucking, like, Peanuts or, uh, I don't know, like, Uncle Sam, you know? <laughs> it's not really owned by anyone anymore. It's just, like, this thing that exists in pop culture. Yeah, look at us yeah, not even um, recognizing him. <laughs> Yeah, totally didn't even recognize him. I didn't see anybody else famous. I'm sure there was somebody else that was like famous because like everybody in LA just looks so fucking cool, you know. So you never know. <laughs> yeah, who's everyone's who. famous. That's yeah. true. Yeah, hey, like... everybody. That'd be great if Matt Groening was a hype beast guy. Fucking <laughs> 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 rolls up and <laughs> like new Jordans and shit in a fucking Puma tracksuit. God, that'd, that'd be so sick. fucking that'd be great, sick. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been down for that. So... <laughs> Maybe then I would have recognized. Not... Yeah. <laughs> He goes up to your table. It's like, damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is so off the chain. <laughs> it's like uh, Mr. Matt Groening. <laughs> Somebody get their dads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, Yo, this what- shit is low-key sick. <laughs> It's like, thank you, Mr. Groaning. I appreciate that. I love your TV show. What's your Instagram name? I got to post this on my story. Yo, I'm going to hype your shit tonight. He just starts live streaming on Instagram. No. <laughs> oh, that's like Kanye. Kanye hey, was it's, like it's, live it's streaming. It's me, your boy, Matt no. Groaning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, so, um, well, when you all table, you all table is late comeback press. Like you all never table as individuals, right? We right. Not. We are one. We are one entity. We've become one. Okay. <laughs> mm. Has anybody ever con- like? Has any like white person confused you two for one another? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just today. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, for listeners that haven't met, 
Brock nor Carolyn, they look nothing. No, alike. That's no. absolutely not. Not even. Not even. Close. They literally don't look anything alike. I think like um, during Chicago Zine Fest, we kind of switched, and there are moments where Caroline was gone and I was gone. But I feel like people who came back to our table was like, "Oh yeah, I just spoke to you," but no, no, you they did didn't. not speak to me. Damn. No. But we look nothing God alike. Damn. No, we we really don't. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> so, well, you all have to apply for these shows, and you all are obviously applying as a publisher. Like, um, so do you all see that the reception to a publisher? Well, I don't know if you all have ever even applied to table as individuals before late comeback. Uh, I don't know if that was ever a thing, but do you all see any kind of like difference in the application process to a zine fest, like as a publisher as opposed to individuals? We cannot tell you. Yeah, to be <laughs> I mean, we we honestly have just been applying as late comeback. I I do most of the applications, and then I will send a photo to Rachna um, on some parts of the application to ask her if she wants to proof it and make sure that it abides by whatever standards that we have for a late comeback. And then it just gets launched. That's kind of it. Um, we there aren't any boxes that we check for publisher or print or printing press, micro press, or whatever. Um, so I don't know if the application processes any different from an individual okay gotcha yeah. yeah we were thinking you know we might start applying as like a collective soon mm-hmm. possibly for some shows um so uh you know because a lot of the times shows will show like not necessarily favoritism but they want publishers to come to their events as opposed to individuals so i feel like they make space for publishers i almost feel like they have a leg up on the competition when it comes to the application process do you all have a pretty good success rate you know as far as getting into shows like has there been anything that like you know you wanted to get into and then you didn't and it was like heartbreaking or anything like that or vice versa <laughs> sbx yeah but that was yeah. also like what based that, on a lottery, it was a lottery. yeah yeah that's a lottery you know there are so many people i know that are way more talented than i am that haven't been able to win that lottery because it's literally just a lottery and yeah. i've won it twice in a row you know so yeah. it's, it really is just luck of the draw which makes me feel better <laughs> it's like okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the, the trick to SPX, we've said it on here, but the trick to SPX is you've just got to have as many people apply for a table mm-hmm. so you can improve your odds of winning that lottery and just kind of bunk up with someone else. That's Plus, those table fees are like astronomical that like mm-hmm. if I had to pay that table fee as an individual, there's no way I would make my money back. Right. No way. I mean, they're like $400 tables. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty. It's like 360 or something like that. Nice. Do you remember, JB? Uh. I want to say they were like 120. <laughs> that's for the hat, but that's per day, right? No, that's just for the table fee. Dude, so right? I think that's a half cuz a full table is like 300 something. Okay. Yeah, so that might be the half table fee. So okay. I, I guess that's not too bad if that's 120 for 2 days. I mean, SBX is pretty high traffic. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's not that bad. No, I mean, you know, it's just a weird, like, racket, you know, applying. I always get a little bit of anxiety on those applications, absolutely. especially when they want submissions of your work, you know. Yeah, you're being judged. Yeah, absolutely. JB, do you even care, like, what you send to them? <laughs> no. <or> do you? <laughs> <laughs> to answer your, your, the half of your sentence, no. <laughs> do you all have, like, I, this is to everybody, do you all have, like, certain work that, do you, like, pick what work based off the show that you're submitting an application to or we do not do do the same stuff every time (laughs) i'll I'll be quite honest i do not look at previous uh previous exhibitors i do not look at any of that i just write what i'm gonna write just 
fly by the seat of my pants. No plans. Just do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that we've gotten into some of the shows that we've gotten into. We're busy this summer. Yeah, I'm tired already. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm pretty worn out. Are you all doing anything? Uh, aren't you all doing Richmond again soon? Uh, we uh, Richmond hasn't opened up yet, but we are doing one this month. For ALA, right? Yeah, Zine Pavilion at ALA. For- also, Frank Miller's going to be there. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Frank Miller makes a lot of zines. <laughs> Famous yeah, zine I love maker his, over uh, here. Zine yeah. about fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> what if Frank uh, Miller... Uh, he is my top ten fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would buy that, though, sadly. <laughs> yeah, you know, what if Frank Miller did, like, an auto-bio uh, comic strip about, like, him being on a movie set? You know, just picking out his fedora out of his trunk to wear. It's all voiceover narration, and it's like all gritty and fucking edgy. Yeah, yeah. it has to be all black and white. Wait, right? So this there's this like is... a there's like a gay guy with a gun. He's like threatening everyone. He's just like, I gotta get that pervert. All the scum in this country. Yeah, I was gonna say he's pretty like yeah he's pretty fucking out there now. Um, respect but to that, his previous now? work, but. Dude, I don't like. I feel like ever since he made movies, like he just really doesn't give a fuck. Once he made his millions, he just truly no, does dude. not give a fuck. <laughs> like, no, he's been like that since. Oh, I mean, since the eighties, he's been like that. He's just like now more vocal because people will put a camera in front of him. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. That's, is it also so, age too, where you just kind of let things go? You just become more yourself. <laughs> I think it's a mixture of that and having a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's so yeah, unfortunate yeah, oh my like, God. Yeah. you're like will you're, you're will to live and you're like <laughs> lack of self-preservation and like you know whatever oh whatever fucking brain parasite you have into your 90s you know like, it's just, <laughs> lots of variables there where you just stop giving a shit and you just start saying homophobic stuff about like muslim people for some reason or like, i don't yeah, know it, isn't he xenophobic i feel like i yeah, saw that oh he's super, super yeah, yeah 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 and then didn't but alan moore really... call him out on it but alan moore has his own <laughs> issues i thought there was beef i think there's like beef between like grant morrison alan moore and frank miller i feel like they're all like if i feel like Are if you're like, like a superstar writer they, they just all talk shit on each other I no grant, Morrison. grant morrison's and like alan moore. yeah grant morrison <laughs> Grant Morrison's mad that he isn't Alan Moore. That's the problem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But Miller will just come in and shit on everybody. Um, <laughs> wow. Just mm. no regard. I, I read this book. Well, it was like an interview. It was like Frank Miller and uh, I think Will Eisner. Will Eisner's, mm. I guess, pretty <laughs> racist, too, from Great. some of those old spirit drawings. He would just have characters in some of his old work that, I mean, granted the time, but still, that's not an excuse. That's- he would just... But yeah, a lot of those like old cartoonists. Who's the crazy fucking Marvel dude, JB? Um, who's always been an asshole, but now he's a super dick. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Level up. Yeah. It's not Sin. It's not Sinkevich. Um, oh, he did the Nick Fury books back in the day, um, in the sixties. Uh, Starenko, Jim Starenko. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be a hero. I can't wait to see his old ass. <laughs> Fucking dumbass magician-looking carny guy. <laughs> yeah. What? What a like loser! Sunglasses. Will you please send us yeah, a photo? Oh my god! Uh, yes. Well, yeah. Imagine like just this old man who thinks he's too cool for school. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we've already no, met him. The the he, he dresses guy. like a, a Las Vegas magician. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how else to say it oh other than that. But yeah, he's like a he's like a pro Trump like build the wall type nutso. Oh yeah, isn't uh, Howard Chaykin? Isn't he kind of questionable too now? Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think Chaykin did some said or did something. I don't know what. 
I can't believe that Frank Miller is like one of the star guests at a thing called Zine Pavilion. Uh, it's for the <laughs> that uh, is really funny American Libra- Library Association conference. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, the Zine Pavilion is just a, a segment of that. Yeah, we're just the little gotcha. people. Yeah, one of many vendors. <laughs> Many he pavilions. probably thought it was for like yeah. war veterans or something, and he just like misread it. <laughs> <laughs> or he was like, "Zine must be short for xenophobe." <laughs> yeah, right yeah. I'm one of those. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs his cane and his dumbass hat. <laughs> well, time to go to the xenophobe fest. <laughs> xenophobe pavilion. <laughs> it's my people here. Frank Miller's just gonna walk up and just be like, "What the fuck are you all doing?" Yeah, yeah fuck. Just rolls in. It's like we should bomb Islam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And but you know what's really funny is like for him being xenophobic, he sure does like draw a lot of like brown characters based, like you know, like all the Xerxes well, books and yeah, they're always the villain though. Isn't right? That well, how that's they true. Sell? Yeah. They're always like kind of effeminate, and they're always like either brown or just like uh, like some very of gay or something you know he's mm-hmm. he definitely like leans into that it's like what if the joker was like gay wouldn't you really want to just hate him even more because he's a pervert <laughs> oh uh, man he, uh, yeah i mean like bit? i actually was flipping through that xerxes book he put out because uh, i saw it at the bookstore and his art he's just like i don't know man he must just be old and just fo- <laughs> i don't even want to say phoning it in it's just completely different it's just it's kind of ugly and just really like garish Ooh. i'm gonna come to zine pavilion just to meet frank miller and just be like what zines do you have Did you, is this a black and white photocopy i'm gonna i'm gonna go visit him i'm gonna be dressed up as osama bin laden oh and be like, hello <laughs> i love your comics <laughs> he'd believe it too <laughs> yeah he probably would yeah oh man oh my god so um yeah zine pavilion and then after that, are you all doing anything else? We are. We've got DC eight. Art Book Fair mm-hmm. and then DC Zine Fest after in the same month, July. Wow, so you all are pretty busy. JB, you're doing Heroes next, right? Yeah, Heroes and, and then uh, uh, SPX. Yeah, you got, and me. You oh, and me, buddy. I've got SPX left. By the way, Kentucky Fried Zine Fest got back to me. They have moved their show to spring of 2020, which means it's probably <laughs> going to be canceled. Wow. <laughs> wow. We were, looking, wow. We were so looking forward to seeing y'all again. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, well, well, MS, well, MS Harkness, I guess I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, when you're on your book tour. Um, God but, damn it. Book tour. But what we could do, hey, no, dead serious, there's a thing called Flea Off Market here. We can rent a table and a bunch of hipsters will buy our comics and it's only like a $50 table fee. So if you all want an excuse to come out here, we could set up a table in Louisville, which would honestly probably be better traffic than kentucky fried zine fest to be completely fair um yeah yeah, well you know yeah that's something to consider we can just make our own zine fest when is is that yeah let's do it uh so flea off market runs like two it's like every saturday in the summer and early fall okay oh so it's basically like any month yeah any month like it's like june through september okay um so you know we could just and like you know Show you all how we get down down here. Yeah, Louisville. Hell yeah, we're gonna drink the fuck out of your water. Oh yeah, Louisville tap water. Y'all's top water nation. is fucking sick. I'm, I've actually got a glass right here. <laughs> oh damn! I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna bring a bottle. I'm gonna fill that shit up. I'm gonna bring and then, jugs and buckets. Yeah, and then I want you to. I want you to take that bottle home, and I want you to fill up 
another bottle with your water at home and sit them next to each other and send me a picture. Yours going to be all cloudy and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Probably. You got that Flint water. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, but yeah, a cake was really, really fun. Um, that was probably the favorite, my favorite show so far of the year. Yeah, I know. Same you, here. I know you all were saying that it was your best show. Period. Yeah, no offense, y'all. I had a great time tabling with you all at LA Zine Fest and Chicago Zine Fest, but Cake was honestly just like a whole another level as far as like I just felt really inspired after that show. Most of the time, I just yeah. felt tired, but I felt really yeah. inspired after that show. Yeah, wired, tired, but inspired. There you go. <laughs> put it on a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put that on my wall now. <laughs> It helps that, you know, we were surrounded, like we said, we were surrounded by friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that it, it not only is there a community there, but we were literally surrounded by the, uh, the community. So it was nice to be next to our friends. Um, so shout out to Carly Hack. Shout out to Peter Fake. Shout out to MS Harkness. Uh, shout out to uh, Yewon, uh Kwan. Uh, shout out to Ben. Uh, what's Ben's last name? I always forget his Krako. last name. Krako? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was just a very good good time. Good vibes all around. And Dylan and Blake, uh, oh, you fucker. Dylan and Blake, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, Blake, Blake, wasn't, Blake there. wasn't there. Yeah, Damn, Blake, Blake wasn't there. there but spirit, Drug Dogs, man. Drug Dogs was absolutely there. And uh, Enrique, shout out to Enrique. Yeah. Uh, Henry, uh, shout out to uh, G- uh, Gabby, uh, who are also right next to uh, Ye One and ben uh so yeah they, it was it was a big old big old comics family and no, uh, they were like really oh nice. these are all the losers that like wrestling let's put them together <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> that's, that's kind of how that shook down no but well really... no no because john was across from us and he's a big comics boy yeah that's true that's true john there are a lot of comics people now that i think about it yeah just shout out to john malta it was really nice getting to finally meet him yeah he was super um, nice also, there were about six other people that were definitely at Cake that I do know and have talked to online that I just d- didn't talk to in person. Like, I locked eyes with many of these people, and then neither of us said anything. <laughs> and we just were like, okay, well, I guess I don't know that person. And then, you know, later found out on my feed that it was that person. And, and so I, I DM'd a couple of them while I was really fucking high the other night. It was just like, hey, look, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you. I didn't realize you were at the show. I would have said hi otherwise. But everybody was just understanding and, and pretty chill. So Yeah, and they could have Actually, said hey to you. It works both ways. It, it, it can. I think a lot of the people that did that are a lot like me in terms of like, you know, dealing with anxiety and, and not being, you know, super eager to just like talk to people unless you're 100% sure that it's on a, you know, a mutual understanding type deal. I also just I'm terrified of social interactions at shows where I go up and talk to somebody and then they either think I'm someone else or I mistake them for someone else. And it's just this whole thing. And then I'm, I'm now I'm that guy that went up to you and mistook you for someone else. You know, I just didn't want to deal with it. So I, I didn't really bother anybody unless I was a hundred percent sure I knew them. I don't know. Did, Cam, did you have that problem? No, uh, you guys, well, not you, but uh, everybody was making fun of me. Cause like, if you stop at my table uh, for like three seconds, I'm saying, Hey, how you doing? And that's uh, true. You talk to everybody. You're really yeah, good about that. I'm from, I'm from Kentucky. That's how we do things down here. We're just Southern hospitality. Okay. So yeah. Um, We're the business of ignoring people. <laughs> Yeah. Don't uh, look at don't look at me, don't talk to me. That's that's yeah, the DMV. Hell yeah. That's the gutter gang motto. <laughs> 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 don't look at me, don't talk to me. Yeah. Um Buy I just, my you know, shit. <laughs> 
yeah, the only way I'm selling is if I uh, say hey to you, you know. Um, I didn't do that at your all's table at LA Zine Fest because, like, I was with late comebacks, so, like, I wasn't going to ruin the aesthetic. But if it's me tabling, you know, not saying that I would ruin your aesthetic, but, you know, that was your ship to steal, yeah. not mine. There was definitely know? a point where we just let Cam run the table. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, you're better at this. Just you yeah, keep doing uh, it. They, they just Whatever. sat in the back drawing and Dylan was packing up online orders. Um, and I just ran the table all day. So, yeah, yeah, there were a couple. There were a couple points where you and Dylan had to go to some like lame ass fucking what is a conference or talking no, it thing wasn't lecture lame. series or the, whatever. They had a the, the, Kramer's the ergo panel. A panel. Yeah, the new Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. they did like an open panel with like the fucking Tom Cruise or some shit. Uh, <laughs> while I was making the big bucks. Yeah, JB so. has it down pat. You got to make bags because people at these events need they something to carry, carry all their stuff shit. in and yeah. i've never seen like you know i didn't even make the bags and like my eyes turned to dollar signs <laughs> i've seen all these bags so so yeah those moved man i was pretty yeah. much out by by the end of the second day i'm, I'm making bags we're doing we're doing bags over here because i right. need to get that money hell yeah Business yeah man. yeah so just as far as like you know all three shows were great chicago zine fest was great because we i got to meet you all and like it was like a pretty like good show outside of being hot um you know it was a really good show i like that show a lot and then la zine fest was just fun because even if you just people watch that's hilarious um, <laughs> yeah and like, yeah, it was just really fun. Cake was just, I feel like the the cherry on top. I got stuck, yeah. you know, like I, it was really, I was mentally and emotionally like exhausted and physically exhausted by the time I got to Cake just from, I got stuck in well, Dallas you almost for like didn't two make days. It. Yeah, yeah, I almost didn't make it. So like being there felt like a miracle in itself and I felt like half awake the whole time. So it just felt <laughs> kind of like this fever dream, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was really fun and I really enjoyed it. And, um. I thought it was great. So all in all, three really good shows. I'm really glad to be home because um, I just did three weekends in a row. But hell know, yeah. yeah, yeah. JB's got next weekend at Heroes and late comeback. You all aren't slowing down. So I mean, I'll just be here resting while you all are getting that money. Hey, we have some of twenty too. Hey, there you go. Yeah, make sure to sell those first. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, so that's a good thing. Um, I completely ran out. I've never ran out of a book that quick. I usually have to sit on a book for like a year, so that was really like overwhelming. I mean, I mean, I have I have books from like two years ago. Yeah, like I it takes me a while to sell out of a book, and uh, yeah, this one sold out pretty quick, which was like nice. Like you know, I'm not like I feel like it's a fluke, but you know, it, it's nice. To... Yeah, we get it, Cam. You're really good. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, no, I, I fucking wow. suck. That's wow, what I'm saying. Like Cam. it surprises wow. me that like cause I think my shit sucks, but um. Yeah, so this was like that's why I think Cake was good because I think it was just like this huge like emotional roller coaster for me like three I don't know that like I'm too old to be just traveling that much now I think so it, you're at least so was young at the end I'm thirty you want to be young <laughs> grizzled young veteran yeah. Cam Del Rosario yeah but no I mean like all in all great shows great people you know that's that's to me kind of going back to hey, that, yeah that's, yeah exactly hey when you hear your family yeah Olive Garden. <laughs> Are you all going to be at SPX just to visit, to oh, hang yeah. out? Yeah, we'll yeah. be there. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, and I mean, we're going to have, if we get if we get tabled next to each other, 
We'll have, I think, enough space for some late comeback stuff if you all want to drop some stuff off. Yeah, we yeah. Love that. so that's awesome. it. We're like Oprah. You come on the Gutter Gang show, you all are like, oh, we're really bummed. We didn't get an SPX. Well, surprise. And you get a table yeah. spot. And you get a table you spot. You all get six and inches you of get space. A table spot. We were also thinking about um, Richmond Zine Fest and taking hope. If you guys would be interested, us taking some no. of that, some of your stuff. <laughs> all right then. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. You know, kidding. yeah, I, I don't. I can, you all can sell what you have of mine. Um, that's totally cool. You know, I'm I'm trying to get that money everywhere, especially if I don't have to be there. Yeah, that's, that's we'll the best do the type work for you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything to send that's that would be worth your while to be honest. I, I'm at this point right now where because um, I Heroes Con was not a planned show. I did not plan. This was not part of my schedule. Mm. It just kind of got thrown in. Mm-hmm. So I right now between between June and September, I just plan on pumping out as much as I can because I already have three comics that I need to get finished, and I think. Each one will be roughly about 12 to 14 pages. Um, one of them will probably be around the 24 mark. I'm not really sure yet. I still got to plan that out. But yeah, I, I uh, plan on just trying to pump out more stuff so that I'll have a big kind of uh, coming out day at SPX. And then that'll line me up to have some stuff for, you know, as soon as 2020 kits. Okay. Um, and I'm starting to get a little better about being mindful of that because there was a period where I would just like not think about, you know, shows in relation to, you know, comic output. Cause I'd be working on stuff and I wouldn't have it for shows at all, either because it wasn't being published yet or printed yet, or it was in an anthology that hadn't been come out that hasn't come out yet. Or I didn't have access to, you know, um, my comps yet or whatever, you know, shit like that. So it's like kind of frustrating to be working on all this, but having very little to show at these shows, which I feel like is like 80% of the reason why we go and do these things. Right. Well, and you all are kind of hitting the road right now because you all are touring with your new books, right? Or, you know, promoting those. Rockney, you've got that new comic, uh, Phases, and Caroline, you yeah. just put out Language, right? Yeah, Cryptic Language, yeah. Okay, are you, is that what you're pretty much just going to do all these shows throughout the year on, or do you all oh, have no. new projects in the... Oh, well, I'm planning to put out at least, like, one more new book. I don't know how long that's going to take, but I want to get it out by our July Zine Fest. We'll see though. We'll see. Oh, let's see on that. I'm just I'm so tired of drawing, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it's really easy to get burned out, especially like what I do is I'll uh kinda like JB said he was getting better at managing, you know, the workload there. I just like I, I'll know for six months that I have to have a book done by September, but I really don't start buckling down on it until like late July, early August. So I always <laughs> just push myself to get it done and like a month and i'm just so burned out on drawing yeah. by the time the show rolls around yeah so yeah. I mean, yeah like i have all these ideas i just damn i'm just tired yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting i mean making something it just well we all have day jobs too yeah if this was our full-time thing or we were um not constantly uh, burdened by the overwhelming, dehumanizing, crushing uh, institution of capitalism, <laughs> then we would be able to be, uh, you know, constantly work on these comics. It would probably be a little more manageable. Our output would probably be, you know, more consistent, whatever. To be um, honest, I, I feel like if I didn't have my day job and this were my full-time thing, it would be absolute garbage. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why do you say that? I I don't know. I mean, when you grow up in the DMV area where you're... 
you're constantly under under the pressure of I don't know. It's a this place is a rat race. I'll be honest. It's a. I mean, that's any city. Yeah, it's I don't know. Here, it's all about making connections and being fake and all that. But it just if there's oh. if if there's no one if there's no one to defeat, then there's a there's no point. I'm. It's like yeah, you won't feel that pressure to like. Yeah, you just won't feel that pressure to create. And so, without that pressure, how can you truly be Dude, your that's best? That's kind of sad. <laughs> Um, uh, my pressure is being alive. That's pretty much <laughs> beating myself up. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know what I would be doing. Like I think about it, and if I didn't have comics or anything similar to comics, I would have pretty much nothing other than my weird fixations and hobbies. <laughs> and hey, and that's, that's only some that's live only on that too. they do they do, but that's only going to carry me to a point. Yeah. Right. Until I just give up and just start slowly walking into the lake. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so Real really, talk. really <laughs> comics, comics is really the only motivating thing where I can get out of bed and be like, well, I, at least I have this thing that I have to do. Same here. Like, you know, like my day job, like allows me to live a decent life. Like I'm still poor, but at least I'm, oh I'm like, you know, above average poor. I feel like, um, <laughs> that should be so the name what? of your next comic above <laughs> average poor. <laughs> um, oh but you know, like comics are like what keep me going. Like when I'm at my day job that fucking sucks. Like I'm just like thinking about comics. I get to read comics at work too. So I just constantly <laughs> surround myself with them. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's the first thing. Like I tried a lot of things like as far as like being an artist or you know you have tried writing you know i think we're all kind of like you know painting whatever the hell it was but like comics is the only thing that like sticks and yeah it does make me not saying that like i wake up and i'm like oh yeah comics make me get out of bed but they kind of do you know like it's the good thing i have in my life you know yeah i feel Um, that consistently good things that i have in my life rather yeah everybody has their dumb rock they push up a mountain every morning and every day and then it slides back down and they wake up the next day Exactly. So, or, yeah. you know, um, was it the story about the fucking vulture that pecks out your liver? You <laughs> oh, know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like oh, yeah. Oh, that's one, one of my favorites, too. Yeah, it's like one variation of that, right? Like, it's the same idea. It's like, it's you got to have something. I don't know. I mean, I feel like my day job and having it forces me to realize that this is Life not... Life is precious? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the... <laughs> Thanks, Oprah. <laughs> Anytime. I mean, having a day job puts it into perspective, right? That ultimately, if you really want this thing, you're going to have to work your ass off and have to put in way more work than other people are putting in in order to get somewhere. And but so, the thing that sucks about comics is like there are people that put in the work yeah. that still have day jobs. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's one. also it's also luck. I mean... It's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That yeah. also helps, but no. I mean, there's tons of artists out there who make better work than I ever will, and who are going to die in poverty. Like that's just that's just how it is. No yeah. one said that we we were looking for. <laughs> we were looking for cash compensation. Oh, well, I mean, well, that's I, what I'm all about. I mean, I did, think like, you should get compensation for your work. I think um, yeah. you know if you're good enough and there's but a demand for your work then yeah i think you deserve um money i don't think you can just run on 100 percent just passion and and commitment oh, to the not. medium you know like that's because that's where you get t- taken advantage of really when you start not really 
thinking about compensation and thinking, oh, it's just it's passion. We're doing this because we love it. Well, yes, but also like we should get paid. <laughs> we well, should how be here. awesome would it be if that was like it became our day job and that was enough? Like that would be. You know, um, I've talked to some people who do this full time, who do make comics full time, and not just not just like published. Like, or sorry, not just like DC Marvel stuff where you're just, it is a job, you know, where you're just, you're one gear in this long assembly line to make a product that you probably don't really have any connection with uh, other than some like uh, uh, vague childhood memory of a thing that you had once when when you were happier, happy and ignorant. But there are people that are actively making comics on their own terms, who are making money. They're not making great money, don't get me wrong, but they are making enough to get by. Above average poor. Exactly. (laughs) Above average poor, yes. Um, Oh my god. Like, uh, what's her name? She was a guest at Cake. Uh, A lot of my mutuals are friends with her, but uh, she's actually represented by Out of Step 2, which is... Oh, the chick who just did... uh, Yeah, who's that broad that uh, did... uh, Oh did my that, god! Uh, comic, I just saw. Uh, I just saw about lady god. things. What's that fucking thing called? <laughs> I just saw uh, I it in the, the bookstore too, and not... I forgot her name. Um, yeah, I don't have the book. I have the book. Alice Moore. <laughs> Allison <laughs> Moore. Moore. Right, um, no, it. but I mean, I know for a fact <laughs> that she just does that full time and and she seems to be doing just fine, all things considered. And and I got to respect that. And uh, it is doable. It's just not everybody's going to yeah, be able to get usually, to that point. No, of usually not. you've got to work a lot. Like uh, Tilly Walden. Do you all know? Yes, Tilly. I love um, I love yeah, that work. actress that was yeah. in Bride of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that her? <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Tilly. Yeah, dude. I love her comics. Yeah. But uh, no, Tilly Walden. I like, like how does, you knew like, that, Cam. Yeah, it's like, well, Tilly Walden does like a book a year and they're always over 300 pages. Oh, that's pages. amazing. Like, that last one that massive. they put out. Yeah. Like when it's like, I guess, like, at that point, you can sell your original art and, like, always yeah. be working. And that's in, the only in, way to make it In Japan, it they call that a part-time job. 300-page <laughs> comic in a, in, in a year. It's like, I did that during my lunch break. <laughs> Don't they call those people freeders? There was that uh, clip. Oh, I forgot who it was of. But, like, it was, like, one of those old Japanese cartoonists. And he was, like, sitting at smoking his desk, a cigarette. Smoking yeah, a cigarette. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, he was, like... Yeah, I've got eight pages due by tomorrow. He was like, I haven't no, even started No, he was like 30 yet. pages or something like that. <laughs> yes. like I have 30 pages due in a couple of hours. I haven't started. Oh, <laughs> rules. And he's talking about how much he hates his work. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I fucking hate working. And he's like, he's like laughing to himself. He's like, I've got 30 pages yeah, due tomorrow. God, that's oh so God. fucking good. <laughs> Highly relatable content right there. Yeah. So uh, uh, what's going to be the last show of the year for you all? Hopefully Richmond, Richmond okay. but I mean, we'll, we'll and see. And then maybe SPX yeah, if you want to count that, I guess. Yeah, sometime in the fall. I mean, we're just riding on your coattails here. That's so. fine. I mean, <laughs> we're all riding on Cam's coattails. He's the one that got in. Whoa, you guys are. <laughs> no, I, I just ride on JB's coattails. I, I uh, you know. Well, someone's riding on someone. It's, it's like an aerobarose of coattails. Someone is fucking riding someone's coattails. Cause I... well, we have an above average amount of yeah. coattails. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're going to be riding Dill's coattails too yeah yeah hey. right right and he we're just gonna become like hardcore punk uh that would be pretty cool <laughs> hell yeah i'm gonna become straight edge <laughs> yeah um okay well so i mean this is your first year doing this what are your sort of summarized thoughts about it in terms of like uh 
the, the whole process of being on the road and traveling to these shows and meeting other artists and talking to people, maybe interactions with people that you follow online, stuff like that. How has that been? And more importantly, have you realized it's a scam yet? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think we knew that before. Yeah, we yeah we definitely were not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Rockney, you follow a lot of artists and scene makers. I I don't. I only know them through you. To be honest, uh, I don't follow anybody. It's been a pleasant experience so far. I don't know. I've really I've enjoyed meeting everyone and doing these fest traveling. Like I'm like so tired. <laughs> Even before I'm like there. But, like, at the end of the day, I just feel like it's all so worth it. Like, I came back from, like, a lazing fest with, like, a renewed perspective and vigor for life, which is, like, so weird and not like me. <laughs> but <laughs> it's so, I'm like, who am I? But, um, I don't know. It's been, it's been great so far. Yeah, it just makes you want to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. In some sick, twisted way, it just, you're, you're exhausted, you feel like you're, fucking losing it but yeah and that validation man yeah. like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah the hard cash like, to prove it, it i have yet yeah. to deposit that money <laughs> cam cam will know what i'm talking about but there's been a lot of comparisons between this and wrestling as a wrestler like if you're a wrestler and you're like doing dates and you're you're spending a lot of money on travel just to go to some like fucking hole in the wall veterans bar in the middle of nowhere and and perform in front of like 30 people at the most for a hot dog and maybe five dollars for gas but you keep doing it because there's something about it that validates you and keeps you motivated and you know you're gaining some sort of enjoyment out of it that kind of Mm -hmm. is really hard to contextualize but it's something there that makes you want to keep going back yeah, yeah and it kind of in life or you're yeah. just a glutton for punishment that's that too right yeah that too uh, and honestly like another thing is is like what i've noticed because i've been doing shows this is probably my third or fourth year doing shows pretty actively like kind of going back to the wrestling analogy it's like everybody eventually at these zine fests and comic shows knows each other like it's yeah. a pretty like big small circle And, you know, you just see the same people over and over and over again to where it's like everybody knows that everybody's paying their own dues. So there's like this mutual respect, I feel like, among all creators at these zine fests, which is like, you know, why I love it so much, too. Because like even if you're making a completely different product than the person across from you, you all are still doing the same work. So there's this, yeah, there's this kind of unified like bond that we all have as like workers in this weird business. Um, Wait, does that include... uh... Mr. Uh, adults only. Yeah, I mean, hey, he's he's showing up at Zine Fest, you know, and putting stuff on a table, you know, whether or not he sells or not, that's <laughs> you know, relative. But um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I've got a mutual respect for that person yeah, for you know paying hard. the table yeah, fee and, and just for putting himself out there. Yeah, I mean, that guy sat there for seven hours and didn't make a sale. It's damn got him. I, but, you know, I mean, so he, he did just as much time as I did that day. So, you know, you can't hate on that. So I do think there's like this kinship, like respect type deal. Like in wrestling, like no matter who you are, you're supposed to, apparently when you're in the backstage locker room, you shake everybody's hand. Like when you show up, you have to shake everybody's hand. And I feel like zine fest and comic shows are the same way. You don't have to like physically shake their hand. But like, you know, there's this mutual, I have, I get a feeling of like mutual respect among everybody that's there. Unless there's some fucking fool that wants to start some shit, then (laughs) we can fucking... Yeah, then we can put them through the table. Yeah. Did you feel that way during DC Zine Fest? That was our very first Zine Fest. 
I feel I like we I got judged nervous. hard. I was super nervous. I feel like we got judged so hard. Yeah, I mean, well, and it, with Zine Fest, like, sometimes you can show up to a really punk event, because I feel like Zine is just such a broad term that, like, I don't know, like, I've been to some Zine Fests that are just, like, Oh, yeah, Cam, what about this uh, Asheville show? I don't think you've brought that up before. How was that show? (laughs) Fuck Asheville Zine Fest. That was the worst show I've ever done. I'm never doing it again. Asheville, North Carolina. I'm sure it's nice there, but... Man, there's just a bunch of fucking hippies and drum circles in Asheville. That's all I know. Yeah, and they did not buy my comics. Or anybody's work at that zine fest. That was a horrible zine fest. Mm. Scott, I know you listen to the show. Scott Hensel, I like your work. It was a pleasure meeting you at Asheville Zine Fest. I'm sorry I should talk <laughs> your town all the time, but you are awesome. I like your comics. Asheville Zine Fest sucked, though. <laughs> Wait, does, is Asheville where they have Mook Fest? Uh, that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Man, yeah, they can pay right. for a Mook Fest, but they can't pay for a zine? It was just poor organization, well, I think. It's really hard to read when you're fucked up on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah, god, remember that pictures. girl who came to our table at Chicago Zine Fest and said, is there anything that has less words? Yeah, she was like, um, I only want to read comics. Can you tell me which one does not have words so I don't have to read? <laughs> That's so fucking good. Oh god. That person is awesome. <laughs> at least she was honest, I guess. People yeah, don't read I appreciate that. that. Fucking reading. Yo, words is fucking dumb, bro. You got any of these fucking things that don't have words in them? I'm from Baltimore, and we don't really read in Baltimore, so you got any Excuse zines me, that ain't got no really words in them? Excuse me, if you were really from Baltimore, you wouldn't pronounce the T? <laughs> Oh, so how they pronounce it? Yeah. Balmore? <laughs> That's exactly Bal- how Balmore? they pronounce it. Balmore? Yeah. Well, I'm from Bal- Balmore. Balmore. I don't like these zines. They also say Merlin. <laughs> I don't like Merlin. And Merlin, we don't we don't like words and zines. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I don't even I don't even stop I don't even stop for uh, stop signs because they got words on them. So I just I just drive right through them. Oh. <laughs> We should, yeah. All right. Well, do you all have uh, anything you want to plug uh, before we wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, social media. I hope you can like uh, use idea. any of this, Jamie. <laughs> oh, we're going to use all oh, of it. Oh, it's all in. Sorry. Baby, yeah. we are all in. <laughs> That's, this is so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I, I say that after every episode. We just any stock that Late Comeback had. We just brought it way the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing, like, I look at Late Comeback, and it's, like, kind of classy and, like, well done and thoughtful and, like, you know, but... Then, it's like why would you yeah why do you want to fuck with that? <laughs> i'm like i feel so flattered that We're you guys think that about us yeah mm. well same thing with yewan like we were uh oh, we were like <laughs> we have like an internal group chat and we were like well like obviously like jb blake dylan and i are like the gutter gang but like everybody else that's like oh we're gutter gang like we're gonna ruin your careers so you know might want to just jump off the ship while you can yeah um, i mean yeah carly's down pete's definitely down um ms uh, indifferent so it's fine either way <laughs> ms doesn't need us um, ms is uh <laughs> uh yeah i don't know yaywan is yaywan made sure to tell us that they were in three gangs so yaywan has options <laughs> that's true so that's true you know. shit she did she's in all them fucking fucking <laughs> shit and fart gangs <laughs> oh man yeah all righty so uh since we just brought up bodily functions i think this is a good time for you i'll go ahead and plug your social media 
and uh, let us know where we can the listeners can find you. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at xorachna, and that's x o r a c h n a for you guys. I'm just gonna plug late comeback for us. On <laughs> oh yeah, and late comeback for us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm the only thing about myself. <laughs> See, you show up on this show, and that's what happens. Yeah. Wow, right now, really trying to. Hell yeah. Uh, Really trying to launch your uh, illustrating career. That's the gr- that's the gorilla oh, yeah. mindset way. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That's how that's how you separate the alphas from the betas. Gutter gang for life. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, on Instagram, it's just late comeback press. Are you all on Twitter? We don't have Twitter. We don't we don't do that. Yeah, no. we don't we don't do Twitter for that <laughs> okay. one. It, it's too much work. <laughs> And we would probably not post anything on Twitter. It would tr- probably just be a repeat of whatever is on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you should only post on Twitter if it's going to be dumb shit. Otherwise, yeah. you don't need to be on Twitter. And we all yeah. know we're not we're not dumb. No, we're, we're very, very active on Twitter. Yeah, we JB and I are dumb as fuck <laughs> and very active yeah. on Twitter. So. We're super dumb and therefore very active on Twitter. <laughs> I've tweeted probably like 13 times today. Wow. So. Oh, my God. I think I've, I've muted Cam. Just kidding. Just kidding. Always be posting. We're post warriors, right? Oh, we are putting our lives on the line for posting. Oh, we're basically veterans. Oh my God. Is what we're saying. <laughs> Twitter's gonna give us purple hearts in the year 2026. <laughs> the year of the great social media purge. Oh my God. <laughs> just erect a statue of us as four founders. <laughs> Many, many, many accounts were flagged that day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, are you all cool? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you all at SPX and I'll be talking to you all. Yeah. Yeah.